Hello. <laughs> and welcome to welcome. After Hours. Hi, <laughs> right, guys. Welcome to Downright Fierce Gaming Podcast. My name is Josh Sensio. With me is... Brian Kaminsky. Executive producer, Brian Kaminsky, might I add. Executive producer and... Josh Novak. Cool. Talking to the mic. I'm talking into the mic. <laughs> you got it there? Here. Let's... I didn't want to pull on your shiz. No, I got you. This is going to be fantastic for the... uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. You were out of the room when we were talking about this. (laughs) Uh, This is, like, no cursing. If you curse, it's fine, but I have to write it down, and then I have to uh, note the time and and make a censor sound. I appreciate you for not cursing in that moment right there. Knowing you, I feel like you would have dropped a hard F right there. I don't know what you're talking about. Stop feeding me opportunities. Okay. There you go. Okay, so um, I don't know if you guys noticed if you've been uh, listening to our other podcasts and maybe you're watching right now. Um, who the hell are these guys? Am I right? Uh, well, I'm blaming all of the audio problems and the uh, 20 questions issues on Brandon and Chris, so I've let them go. Uh, they're gone. They're never coming back. No, that's a lie. Uh, they, they both couldn't make it tonight, uh, so... We have uh, these two to replace them. And I picked the best people possible for this podcast because they know nothing about video games. It would be huge. They don't know anything. They know zero. Absolutely nothing. Pong's still a thing, right? Pong's to a... Oh, Pong is still a thing. Yeah. Uh, You know, they are remaking Pong. Of course they are. Of course. No, that's a lie. See, this is what I'm dealing with, guys. (laughs) This is what I'm dealing with. They are not remaking Pong. Um, But we do have lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, actually, first, before we get into the news, I wanted to mention that last week Chris mentioned that Steam allows you to return a game that you try. Uh, I confirmed that that is true, so that that kind of made my whole pirating games argument completely invalid. Uh, not that I do it. My friend Josh did it. Uh, not that, that Josh, another Josh. We need people with other names on this we thing. We really do. We really do. But, uh... The, the whole rule is two weeks and less than two hours of gameplay, and you can return a game for a full refund. So, Chris is right. I was wrong. It's not going to happen very often. Anyways, uh, next thing in the news is Super Mario Run Android release has been announced for March 23rd. They announced that recently. I forgot to write down when they announced it, but I know it was within at least a week. So, have you guys played that? Have you played the Super Mario Run? On the iPhone one? On the iPhone, yeah. No. No? Uh, neither have I. For for the audio listeners, I'm 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 nudging. There it is. I'm nudging him towards the mic. Also for the video listeners, uh, it is late, and I forgot that the green screen needs a lot of light. So if you uh, see lots of glitches and stuff in the green screen, that is why. Um, So have you, uh, Brian? Have you played uh, Super Mario Run at all? I have not. Okay, cool. Well, you know what? I I haven't, but I know Chris did, and now I miss Chris. Uh, I'm excited for this. I, it's got a lot of really great reviews, and I, j- I really want to try it, and I'm excited to do it three days after my birthday. You basically just press jump. Yeah, it is just a jumping game, but uh, even though that was worrying a lot of people, uh, it turns out that the gameplay mechanics are actually a lot of fun. So, uh, The next thing is um, Mass Effect Andromeda is getting a lot of crap for less than impressive facial animations. And lead designer Ian Frazier says it's not going to get fixed with a day one patch, which is usually what the uh, developers will do once they get a lot of feedback uh, from, you know, early gameplay. Um, now, 
my question is, I mean, if this is one of the things that the community is really focusing on, I mean, they're attacking this game for that. I'm not saying it's an easy fix, but they have enough time. Why wouldn't they fix it for a day one patch? Cool. Great Resources. talk, guys. Great talk. I mean, well, it, it has to take a lot. If you're starting from the animations being terrible, then... Well, the big, so the biggest good. issue is that people are saying that it's really buggy, that the version that they played is extremely buggy, and that was just the alphas. Hang on. Alphas are buggy. Isn't it Bioware? It is Bioware, and they are notoriously buggy. buggy. Uh, I mean, it, it remains to be seen. It is coming out uh, just a couple of days, and regardless of the fact of whether or not it's it's good, I'm, going to, I'm probably going to still buy it, and a lot of people are. Mm -hmm. Do you think then that just almost invalidates the question that a lot of people are still going to buy it, even though... Patch, yeah. Oh, come on, that's like uh, Fallout 4. That was one of the best things. All the weird glitches in the animation where you had uh, Valentine swimming through the uh, rafters. And even and even games like Call of Duty, people will complain. They'll be like, oh, why is this in space? This is so stupid. We don't want to play this. They're still going to buy it. The same people that complain. In fact, uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare had the most dislikes out of any YouTube video, like in the history of videos, and it still sold top ten. Mm -hmm. All those people who disliked it still bought it. Mm-hmm. And just like me, even though I want to see decent facial animations, because it's been how many years since the first one? I think like seven or something, maybe even longer. You know, get your stuff together. Just saying. Anyways, uh, we talk a lot about Horizon Zero Dawn, so I'm just going to say one quick thing about it. It is now the best-selling new first-party IP on the PS4, selling 2.6 million units. If you haven't played it, buy it, rent it. Do something. It is beautiful. It is gorgeous. Have you guys seen this game? I have not. You have not? I've seen the videos and stuff. It's fantastic. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, the next thing is Double Fine is releasing everything on March 21st. Everything. Everything. Everything must See, go. is that not the dumbest title for something? This, it, the game is called Everything. I now, bet I can find something in there that I won't get. Well, but here's the thing. It is actually a game about everything oh is it this is, the seinfeld, seinfeld game? game no 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 it okay so you it, it's extremely hard to describe it's one of those things i highly recommend after you listen or while you're listening or whatever look up the trailer for everything by double fine it's coming out march 21st it is the weirdest game and yet the most and simultaneously the most beautiful game I have ever seen. Not not graphically. Horizon Zero Dawn is still the most beautifully, uh, graphically beautiful game I've seen. But this game, it, it kind of reminded me a lot of Journey. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Journey. I, I saw don't a little stop. bit of it. <laughs> don't stop. Don't stop Journey. Uh, that it's it, it's it's an artsy game, it, and it's it's even weird to call it a game because it's more of an experience. Uh, but I highly recommend it. it. You basically you start from. Oh, God, I don't even know. I think you start from, like, a bear, and then you can turn into a, a deer, or you can turn into a blade of grass, or and you can go as far down or as far up the food chain as you want, all the way down to little uh, microorganisms, or as big as planets, and then solar system, and then, like, you expand out even further, and then it turns out that all of the solar system, all the universe, is our cells inside of another... Sure. universe mm -hmm. and then you go into you go into uh you know that universe and it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder it's a really beautiful game but i highly recommend uh looking up that video because it is weird um 
And actually, that prompts a question, uh, because this is a very beautiful and, and emotionally driving game, uh, I have a question for you guys. What is the most, what is the biggest emotional reaction you've ever had from a video game? We'll start with Josh. Uh, probably playing A Link to the Past when I was 11. And how, and how was that? Like an Well, because experience? you didn't have anything real going on, so the, all right, I killed the giant pig man. <laughs> has a lot more weight when you're um you know not concerned with uh electric bills and there you go so right <laughs> you know i was gonna say something similar in terms of just you know the first major game that i remember ever beating which was super mario brothers 3 um i think i did that when i was about nine and it was just the aspect of that being the final one i actually i think i still have it my parents actually were taking a picture i'm looking at the screen like this because they want me in the picture and not the back of my head um as i'm trying to beat bowser in the final battle now granted i had the nintendo powers and every cheap you know imaginable so you, and warped. you did skip you did i did skip the levels okay. yeah all right i was gonna say i mean that's very impressive that you did all that without no warping, but... no I, I didn't do that. Eventually, uh, after high school, I still had my old NES and it worked, and I did go back and play it, and I beat it legit all the way through to try to do it, um, just again to kind of have something to do. Um, but yeah, you know, you also talk about all that, like you're saying, with a beautiful game. I'm trying to think of something that really caught me viscerally and emotionally uh, in terms of that. Um, and I can't remember the name of it, and it was just a tiny little game on Steam that I downloaded, but it's basically you, it's a text-driven one, but it uses basically the equivalent of AOL Instant Messenger. Uh, Emily's Away. That's it. Emily's Away, yeah, that is... Have you have you heard of that one? No. It is, no, it, it's, it's. I absolutely get it, it is mm. a very emotional game. It's, yeah. It's, and that's another one where it's kind of like an experience, because no matter what you do, it, it ends up the same way. Right. But... Did you do the same thing I did? You tried it again. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. the one thing. And then you find yourself like you're you're role playing without even realizing mm -hmm. you're role playing because you want these two to end up together. Right. And no matter what you do. And that I mean that kind of speaks a lot to that. So I was gonna say I wanted to change my answer. Final Fantasy Seven, where the uh er, the one with the unpronounceable name actually dies and doesn't come back throughout the game. Oh yeah. Because Final Fantasy would kill people off left and right, but they would you know by Mojo, come back, and uh, Eris. I, I, I never played it. One. I never played it. I oh, played you're it. like, oh no. And granted, being a little kid again helped with the uh, impact, but that was one of the first games that I can think of where a main character died. Spoilers. Yeah. And, well, uh, I mean, how many <laughs> I years think is by this point we're we're good. Did you know that the Titanic sank? Did you know that Bruce Willis was dead the whole time? <laughs> anyway. Or that uh, the main character was Bruce Willis the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, no. Uh, uh, yeah, it was just a you know, question I had. Uh, let's move on to Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. It's been getting mixed reviews. Uh, it's out now. And Game Informer gave it an 83. IGN gave it a 79. GameSpot gave it a 70. And Destructoid, now I told you, that I, I did tell, I told I both like, of you, so we can't do Guess what it gave it. Well, guess what it gave it, It was guys. the French judge. 25. Destructoid gave it a 25. They said, Wildlands, and I got to mark down the time. Hold on. This is going to happen. Here it comes. Because this is well, a this quote. Is I'm quoted. quoting them. Journalistic privilege. You are allowed to do it as a quote. No, I'm not. I'm going to still mark it. So at 12 minutes, I say, Wildlands is a bad f***ing game. 
And you know what they did? They did F-U dot K-I-N-G. Fuking? 12. <laughs> 30. <laughs> um, I mean, well, they, they did that because that's how people get around uh, censoring in, like, chat and things like that, which I think is extremely unprofessional. I mean, it, it's not like this is some no-name site. You know, this is it's a reputable site, and they, they said that. Uh, and they did that with the whole period thing. And they said it, it completely fails at everything it aspires to be. It's a bad co-op game. It's a bad shooter. It's a bad open world game. And the writing is terrible. Josh, you have played the full game. I only played the beta. What can you tell us about Ghost Recon? I can tell that that guy did not have good teammates. Um, it's like Grand Theft Auto, except for your entire focus is killing people. Whereas there were missions and such in GTA. It's very pretty if you have a good system. And you have it for PC? Yes. Okay. Um, if you have good teammates, it's awesome. If you have random teammates, it is not awesome. Because they can go anywhere. And the mm. map is the size of Bolivia. And um, if... <laughs> one, it's one-to-one one scale? scale for not quite, but it's, <laughs> it's gigantic. Yeah. I think Just Cause 2 and 3 are both bigger, but it's plenty big enough. It's kind of repetitive, mm. but... Uh, when you're actually in and shooting at bad guys, it's a lot of fun. Okay, I mean the beta was okay. It was my biggest issue was getting to each place. Like I'd show up at a place and I do my little thing, and then it's like, okay, now we need you to go over there. And I mean you're in the mountains, so it's not like it's not like GTA where you could just drive from one point to the to the next. It is, you know, the best way to get to places is with a helicopter. Sure. And it's not like those are that easy to find, and it's not even like those those are that easy to fly. And no, the control on the flying is pretty bad compared to GTA. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty easy. You can mountain bike up and down the mountains, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't know. I It didn't really pull me in. I don't agree with 25. I feel like if you're going below 50, you really need, like, game-breaking bugs. You need – it needs to be unplayable at that point. It needs to be a joke. Uh, so I'm kind of shocked at that. I was kind of curious. Eh, it's, it's a fun game. It's not as uh, – game changing as GTA 5 is because that was all of the things that open world games should try to get to but it's fun I would rather have not paid $60 I was going to say would you would you recommend to, to wait for the price to drop recommend yeah. a renting or? it's better than um, No Man's Sky yes it is every game is better than No Man's Side Sky side note Osiris New Dawn is the name of it it's what New Man No Man's Sky should have been <laughs> Space building, but uh, co-op if you like, and everything works. <laughs> All right. Uh, so next we're going to move on to Games of PAX East. PAX East happened uh, during our podcast last week, and I couldn't really get too much information on it because it was happening as we were talking so I got all the stuff now we're gonna talk about these games uh, you guys have heard of Outlast the game Outlast that I have not no Josh no great well Outlast is a horrifying first-person survival game it is psychologically terrifying uh, you don't really fight anything in the game you just hide you just hide, you run away, and the graphics are beautiful. You know, since I guess they don't have to devote that much game engine stuff to fighting, it is all, you know, goes to the graphics. Uh, first impressions for Outlast 2 were good. Uh, basically, same game outside, uh, but outside, and better graphics with a possible weird dimensional thing going on. So, uh, Marty Sleeve of IGN was saying he could look into a well, he would look into a well, pop his head out, and all of a sudden be in some school. 
just out of nowhere. Oh. Uh, and there was different things like that where you kind of like teleport almost to like another dimension or to another area. Uh, there's no context yet though, so we don't know necessarily what that means. If it's just your your players going crazy, if what we have no idea. Uh, but the release date is April 25th, and I know I am super excited for that one. The next one is Metro Prime, Metro Prime, Metroid Prime Federation Force will release on August 19th on the 3DS. I have awesome. nothing else on. Oh, you do know about that? No, but I'm saying awesome. I have well, a 3DS. <laughs> so I, I, I put nothing else on here because I don't know anything about Metroid Prime, and I figured Brandon would because Metroid games are Brandon. awesome, except for the one nah, on the game. Not field. lately. Not lately. They haven't been too much lately. I don't know. The last one I played was Super Metro. This so. one's supposed to be <laughs> the next one is supposed to be like finally bringing it back to good Metroid Prime. So. Well, it's on the 3DS. They've that's been their thing. It's like, hey, let's remake a Super Nintendo game, but throw some new stuff on it. Well, there's been like five Metroid. Maybe not five, but like there's been quite a few. I mean, on the 3DS. On the 3DS, yeah. Have there? Yeah. Huh. Welcome to the show, Josh. <laughs> I'm in engineering school, all right? <laughs> no, that's cool. You're just on a gaming podcast. That I invited you to. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank there you. I invited you. I invited both of you. But I have I have to say it so the audience won't. Uh, next is Beat Cop. This actually looks like a really cool game. It is an 80s uh, pixel art adventure game that kind of looks... You remember, you remember the original Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. I know enough about it, yeah. Yeah, it's top down, but this one's from like the side. Imagine Grand Theft Auto with worse graphics, but more gameplay, more like in it has more involved in it. You you play as a cop, uh again it's a side uh perspective from one street and you can walk into stores, you can give people tickets for like parking, and there's a story and you could like choose to go with the story or just kinda do your own thing, give people tickets for no reason, or you know, do whatever you want as an eighties cop. And it looks like a lot of fun. I, I really want to try it. Uh, when you it, said that, I was totally expecting a DDR type thing. Beat Cop. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that would be a fun game. Um, be all Village People songs. <laughs> and the cool thing, even though it is highly pixelated, it's really zoomed out, so it looks really nice. Uh, and that's going to be available March 30th. But now all I also keep thinking of is NARC. NARC. It reminded me that game was awesome. In the beginning, when it was showing the the still shots, that was the first game I thought of was Narc, and I, th I think it's gonna be it's gonna take some from that at least. Uh, next one is Sonic Mania made an appearance. Release date is sometime in 2017. Now I'm assuming you guys haven't heard about this. They are remaking all of the original Sonic games Sonic. into Sonic Mania, and just kind of adding you know like better graphics, a couple of gameplay stuff to make it better, make Sonic great again. Um, <laughs> When was the last time you guys played Sonic? Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Oh, the 3D one. Mm -hmm. They're they're doing another Sonic. I didn't write that down, but they're doing another Sonic that's going to be 3D again. I didn't like the transition to 3D, but that game was still fun. It was you fun. just had to not think about the ones on Genesis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had the, uh, the original ones on Genesis, and I was one of the, you know, few people who had the Game Gear and had parents that would keep buying me rechargeable batteries to <laughs> feed that thing, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, I played a little bit of Sonic 3, but that's been the last time I've played it, but they're still classic and legendary, so now that they're, uh, they're doing all that, I, I would definitely be interested to see. Well, here's the question. Was Sonic a good game? It was a fun game. Would you say it was a good game, though? 
Yeah, I would still consider it a good game. I think it had, you're, you know... You're actually wrong. I am? <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> Mario was better. Uh, Mario was leagues better, but here's the thing. Everybody has that nostalgic feel for Sonic. You mm -hmm. know, it hit at the right age. But when you play it now, or even just kind of look first. at it, like, it was... I mean, the first couple of levels, sure, they were amazing. The, mm -hmm. the Emerald, whatever, it was fantastic. But after those, the game's crap. I mean, the level design is bad. Uh, the mechanics are bad. So... I'm hoping with these with these new ones. Sonic is bad, and you should feel bad. Right. Josh just Josh just left. Well, all right. Josh just got up and left <laughs> right in the middle of the podcast. Anyways, so. Well, apparently he felt that you were just bashing Sonic yeah, too much and, and trouncing me so much. Well, I you know I a lot of people. I my point was is that a lot of people think that Sonic is. Oh, Sonic's amazing. That's the best game in the world. It's actually not. I don't I consider the it the best game. Up. The mic is absolutely picking that up. Brandon, Chris, I miss you so much. <laughs> yeah, I miss you guys so much. Why? Because they weren't raging Brian's alcoholics? Cool. Brian's cool. <laughs> Josh, not so much. Aww. I mess with you. I love you both. My feelings are so hurt. <laughs> and the shirt that you gave me that is wrong. You are wearing the shirt I gave you. Oh. Okay, so uh, the next one, you both will love this. There's a game coming out for VR called The American Dream. It was made by Australians. Uh, the game is on rails, and everything involves guns. <laughs> everything. You work at a bagel factory. You have to shoot the holes in the bagels. Uh, you're, you start out as a baby. To get your mother's attention, you have to fire your gun <laughs> at the door to get her, get her attention. She brings you food, and then she puts a gun in the food. Guns have everything to do with like the entire game. Uh, it's two to three hours long, and it tells the story of a young American from the perspective of a non-American. I'm so excited to play this. I want to play this. I want to really see how close to how accurate it is. The American dream. The Merc. Oh, yeah, it really that's a missed opportunity. Oh, Aussies. they really screwed that one up. The American dream. Damn. And you should work game. at a McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, that does sound like a good time. So uh, the next one is Mr. Shifty. I haven't heard of this game at all, and I'm watching the gameplay footage, and it looks like Hotline Miami meets Nightcrawler from X-Men. And that, and then as soon as I'm thinking that, the developer goes, yeah, so basically it's like Hotline Miami meets Nightcrawler from X-Men. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, you made a video game. You spent hours making this video game. You have this whole team and stuff, and you're admitting that you completely stole two separate ideas that are not yours to make this game and admit it on camera that can't be right can it i mean that's i understand it's a game and stuff but at, at the end at the end of the day he could just be again making the comparison it was a she okay oh, oh i'm it sorry it was a she way to profile <laughs> Just assumed the gender. Just assumed. I, I did just assume the gender. Well, you know, I was going back to the American dream. <laughs> so uh, it could just be the comparison for the point of reference for somebody who's not familiar with it to have something to bring it about to their frame, so that they do have something like that. You know, I didn't see the actual way that when they were speaking and worded it, so I can't attest to whether it was they were just saying, yeah, this is basically where we got the idea. Well, the game absolutely looks like Hotline Miami. Like, it, it looks like it, but you have the ability to teleport. So, I mean, it, it's, it's like, they, it's like they, they played Hotline Miami, and then they're like, you know what, let's make that, but with teleporting. 
That sounds like a good idea, though. Oh, that's what the video worst game part. do you play that you're like, hmm? You know what would not make this better? Teleporting. That's, that's the worst part. Looking at the gameplay footage, I really want to play this game. It looks awesome. Mm. It looks really, really good. So they're gonna get my money. Anyways, uh, it looks fun as hell, and it is coming to PC and Switch in April. Moving on to Annapura Interactive. They have gone from movies to games. Uh, they Who? they produce Annapura Interactive. They uh, well, they were Annapura uh, Films or movies Perna. or something. Annapurna, whatever. Uh, they worked on a bunch of weird movies like Sausage Party, Zero Dark Thirty, Her, and Spring Breakers. That's I, an eclectic group. I I, I I I pulled the most like unique ones from all of that. Um, <laughs> Spring Breakers, I love. I, I was gonna I say one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, so they want to bring that to video games. And they're actually releasing several video games very soon. Uh, one of them is The Artful Escape of Francis Vendetti. That's going to be a really easy title to tell your friends you're playing. Like, hey, what are you playing? Oh, The Artful Escape of Francis, Francis, Francis Vendetti. Sounds like a Jules Verne novel. It sounds like a Jewel song. Because uh, I don't know who Jewel, Jules Verne is. I'm trying to bring culture what? here. Whatever. Giving us... Garbage this about video games. Video game this is a guy who's been this dead for a goddamn years. video game podcast. Twenty five forty. Goddamn's fine. Goddamn's fine. Okay, blasphemy is okay, but I can't drop f bombs over here. Yeah, my feelings are hurt. Don't go cry to your God. <laughs> Lowercase g. <laughs> Anyways, it's a side scroll. <laughs> so glad I didn't tell my mom to watch this one. <laughs> I actually, I just came back from a from a church carnival too, so. I'm a bad, I'm, bad man. I'm sure you inspired all those children. I no, they were trying to sing songs about drugs and doing it and drinking, and I wasn't allowing it. You cannot sing. <laughs> you were doing karaoke at it. Yeah. Oh. Wow. I, I. Do you have any idea how many ten-year-old girls I had to tell them no, they can't sing Kesha? So many. Yo, yo, I know all the words to rap, God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's a side-scrolling platformer where you're a rock god. In a weird neon world. <laughs> That's a real thing. The, the description from one of the IGN uh, employees said it looks like you're inside David Bowie's head. Which, it, 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 it's pretty amazing. So, wait a minute. They need to do that on VR and that would maybe be the ultimate horror game. So, uh, use guitar riffs to hover and fight. Visually, it looks amazing. Wasn't that I really want to play. Brutal uh, Legend? Brutal Legend. With, with the umlauts? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next one is What Remains of Edith Finch. It's a story of the Finch family and this house where many generations have lived. You learn about how each character died, but most of the stories are in metaphors. Uh, you learn about the family through different rooms of the house. It's really beautiful. What do you it mean was... by metaphors? And I, I do, I know what a metaphor is before <laughs> yeah. you tell. Well, metaphor is when, um, so, like her as. No, That's no, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, so I, I didn't want to see too much of the game because I didn't want to have that spoiled for me, mm -hmm. but I saw a kid on a swing. So my interpretation of what they're talking about is you see this kid on a swing and then maybe he just kind of flies off into the sky and then turns into a bird and freaking goes away when it turns out that he accidentally flipped over on the swing and then cracked his neck. Or something. Okay. I think, I believe it's stuff like that. Okay. So very open to interpretation based upon the player. Yeah. And will generate a lot of controversy from people saying, no, my fun is right and your fun is wrong. And I don't, I don't think it, I mean, I believe it's going to be metaphors, but not as, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not as, uh, it's an A word. Uh, 
Oh my god, guys, come on, help me out. Obvious? Obvious? Ambiguous. Thank you. I have no <laughs> idea you, what Franklin. you're on about. Not as ambiguous as that. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I think it's going to be kind of, you know, you, you can kind of see where they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the next one is Donut Country. This is this is the weirdest thing I've I've, I've ever seen. And this is still the same company doing no, all of these. No, no, this is this is a different different company, different thing. Oh, okay. Uh, this is. I, I believe this is going to be one of those games you just have to play. You can't even hear it. Like when kids talk about Minecraft, they're like, "Oh, you could and you top down the tree, and then you can make a house, and then like I don't care about that. It doesn't sound like fun. This game, you you're a sinkhole, like a literal you're, hole in the ground. You're a sinkhole. Okay, and you consume things. It's a metaphor for corporate greed. Well, there you go. I mean, that's, that's all it is. You, you, you're single and you consume things and you, uh, you know, the more you consume, the bigger you get. And then people will like, if you consume people, you'll see at like end of levels, how they're all now in your hole and they've just ad adapted Phrasing. to their new life. <laughs> Phrasing boom. But uh, they, it sounds they, like Katamari Damase. It's the reverse of that. Right. It's exactly that. Anti-Katamari. But they're they're just kind of accepting their new life. Like, oh, we got sucked in that hole. That sucks anyways. You know, let's have a barbecue. <laughs> they, they've adapted That's very like well. getting lost in the woods and then building a cabin. I have improved my situation. There you go. <laughs> um, so it doesn't look impressive, but everybody who has played it loves it. So we'll see. Uh, now I have an unpopular opinion. One? Uh, I have many unpopular opinions. Crash Bandicoot. They're remaking it. And my question is why? Why it is not a good game. It is nostalgia. I mean, if you want to remake Ocarina of Time, you want to remake Metal Gear Solid, there's value there. They, That's they, fine. They did both of those. No, they didn't. They absolutely did not. What do you mean remake? Like Remake like high, def high graphics and, yeah, they and did, all that? Yeah, they did that already on the 3ds oh on the th well nobody cares about the 3ds though not on this podcast actually no that's not true chris and i was gonna say yeah. um okay well still there's value in there uh but yeah, this is you're a right. simple Crash platformer was always bad it's a simple platformer that has no meaningful story or gameplay and people are going crazy over it they they want it like so bad and i i, I just nostalgia i don't know remember we're well relatively old so the same thing that we felt for Sonic, which wasn't a great game. That is true. Is like Crash Bandicoot for people 10 years younger. I guess. Yeah, I was never a big fan of Crash Bandicoot, so I wouldn't see all the... No, Mario about? 64 was already out. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now, that's it. That's it. That's no more games of PAX East. All this is done. That's going to go... I'm Did not they not have any good games at PAX East? You know what PAX East is? I'm it's well okay. aware of it, and that's why I okay. am throwing well, some it's troll all bait indie out games. there. So now we're going to move on to viewer questions. But before we do, uh, this is going to be really interesting to, to ask you guys. Um, well, before we do, uh, if you're watching this right now, you can type your viewer questions in the comments below, and we will try to answer them. Also, if you're just listening to this on the uh, podcast, the audio thing with words coming out of mouths, uh, you can submit them early to facebook.com slash downright fierce gaming and just like send us a message or, or comment or something and we'll answer your question. We do have one question, but before we do that, um, what are we playing? Josh, what are you playing? Uh, Ghost Recon and World of Tanks. 
World, you still playing that World of Tanks? I don't have a lot of time for games. <laughs> I, I I hear that actually lately. <laughs> I've kind of been the same way. Um, Brian, actually, with uh, the free games with gold, uh, I've finally been able to catch up on some. So I'm playing Sleeping Dogs. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I'm just about probably a few hours into it. So that one's a lot of fun. Now, the first week we uh, did a po our first episode, we talked about the new Game Pass. Are you planning on getting that? I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. You didn't hear? Okay, no. so Game Pass is going to be. Oh, you know, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we've already we've already gone over, but you're going to like it. It's, it's good. It's it's Netflix of of Xbox. Oh yeah, I did actually hear about that. Um, it it would depend. That would be something where I know I wouldn't want it, um, given my schedule and certain times of the year where I don't have the time. I mean, within the last two weeks is the time I've been able to finally pick it up because you know, real life adulting things that we're all technically supposed to do haven't gotten in the way. Gotcha. So um, it, it could be something that I'd be definitely interested in just to have that ability to finally try some of these that I've never done because I certainly, I'm fickle with my gaming and I'm not a person who's going to go, I might like that, yeah, I'll drop the money on it. Yeah. Or have that kind of a broader uh, appeal of gaming. Okay. Uh, well, I've been playing uh, VR a lot. I've been playing uh, Rigs or Briggs or Rigs or something like that. Well, one's a prison and one's a truck. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've been, I've been playing uh, Rigs, I believe it's called, and it's uh, kind of a mech assault meets Call of Duty arena shooter. And uh. goddamn, it is nauseating. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's fast paced and and but it's it's still a lot of fun. And I haven't really gotten that too far into it because I started getting really sick. I have to mess with the settings a little bit more. Is it kind of like um, Titanfall or something of that? Ilk? I would say, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like Titanfall. I mean, you have different abilities and different titans, basically. Uh, but you're not going against humans. You're just going against other mechs. And they kind of made it this this futuristic sport where, like, there's ways to score, score points. And then you can get, like, uh, sponsors and all these things. And it's, you know, it's, it's okay. Right. That Okay, that intrigues me. They, the story is fantastic. The story is absolutely amazing. But uh, in VR, it's very nauseating. I can imagine. So uh, we have a question from Mark Mayfield. Uh, he wants to know, what is the uh, worst video game experience uh, you've ever had? Brian, let's start with you. Um, I don't even remember what I just said, because you prepped me for that one. <laughs> I, I prepped both of you. Josh, let's start with you. Uh, you didn't prep me. Lie off. Okay, well, um, I, prepped, I prepped him. I'm, I'm thinking. Um, worst video game? Experience. Rygar. What's that? It was a game on the Nintendo. Okay. Regular old, and they're like, go. You have a big frisbee thing on a leash that you use to kill enemies, and there's no further explanation as to oh what the God. point of it is. And this is 8-bit graphics land, so there's not like anything you can infer. You just kind of go and die a lot. It's like, um, oh, what are the, Dark Souls, but without the fancy movement or huh. anything. It's just terrible. Interesting. Actually, Dark Souls was pretty terrible, too. I, I, I'm just bad. That's, I, yeah, I mean, I, I was playing uh, Bloodborne, and it took me a while to get used to it, but... Yeah, that's alright. Um, I'm back. Oh, okay. Alright, let's hear it. <laughs> um, actually, with some of my gaming experiences, it's different. Um, I've not had a lot of fun experiences with some Star Wars games. Uh, especially Empire Strikes Back for the old 8-bit NES. 
um, found that to be a very confusing game. And then again, me now being um, 10 years old, uh, when you get to the Dagobah level, they have a giant green hand that leaps out of random trees. That prior to much horror gaming was what scared the crap out of me oh whenever I was a little kid. And then uh, everything with uh, when N64 came out and you had Shadows of the Empire. Every, oh, ev that was a fun one. Yeah, a lot of people enjoyed it. And I would get through a couple of the first levels. And then just as you then finally got into, you know, the shooter perspective of it, just lost it for me. Hmm. And I was kind of disappointed in it. So I played that first level so many times. It, was, it took place on Hoth. Right, right yeah. Really and that's where you're wrapping up the ATAT. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. so the flying part was Always awesome. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've done that in how many games now? Mm -hmm. Oh, God. All of them. In every game, actually. Mario included. Yeah, every game that's now part of it. You have to uh, wrap rope around an ATAT. -AT. Yeah. Uh, my worst video game experience was Destiny. Uh, I, I played it. I got it the first day it came out. And I'm months into it. And I realize I am not having fun anymore. I hate this game. And I don't know why I'm playing. Oh, I know why I'm playing. I'm playing it just to get better guns. But why do I care about getting better guns when I hate the game? <laughs> and it made no sense to me. And then that's finally when I just started. I just put it down. I couldn't do it anymore. But that was the worst gaming experience I've ever had. That sounds like every time you run an MMO to the ground, mm -hmm. like ever. Nobody plays EverQuest. Um, World of Warcraft. You get to the absolute peak, and. Then you're like, well, I guess I'll play the Pokemon game that's built in now because I've already killed everything. Yeah. Yeah. Side note, Pokemon and World of Warcraft was awesome. And every time they send me one of the, hey, please come back things, I'll play it for a week just to play the Pokemons. What are you talking about the Pokemon? Uh, they'll be like, you know, just critters that are absolutely irrelevant to the game. Hmm. Level one, nothing. And you, I don't remember how you start it, but you can capture them and uh, then fight them against other ones, and that's a lot of fun. Huh. It's exactly Pokemon, but it's just a little mini-game inside of WoW. Interesting. Hmm. All right, uh, now we're going to move on to video game 20 questions. Basically, we're going to do 20 yes or no questions, and uh, I can only give you yes or no responses, and you have to guess the game in 20 questions because it's 20 questions. It's, it's a very... Intricate set of rules. I'm yeah. I'm not pretty, sure if I'm simple. gonna be able to obey all of them. <laughs> uh, so you know, there's no turn base or anything like that. Just ask me the questions, and we can start right now. Where do you want to go with this, Josh? That's not a question. Um, <laughs> well, I think we should definitely prioritize era. Yes, so, I think so. Is it eight bit? It is not. Do, All right. <laughs> do we do we want to go maybe more by date because there's just so much? Well, looking. I mean, uh, anything prior to 1991 is 8-bit. 1991 to that is not true. There's there are many current 8-bit games. Not a single one of them. Uh, they actually, could be in that style. Okay, well, but it, but if it's in the style of 8-bit, I will say yes. Yeah, but my point is there isn't. Mm, okay. Semantics. Um. But yeah, I, d I just don't want to eat up all the questions. Yeah. I, I still think that if we can get the date, um, so let's say, um, was it released? I'm trying to remember what would be defining there. Let's say January 1st, before January 1st, 1992. 
Oh, before 1992? No. 